0: Best believe I'm in the building. This is David, Master servant to Forever Flow. Join me for a captivating flow with Shaylin and Sean, a failing Counseling and Consulting. This dynamic duo of counselors slash educator will highlight various mental health issues and how they impact our daily lives. You will gain tips and insights regarding topics everyone wants to confront, but no one is willing to tackle. Issues so big, just can't ignore them. The elephant in the room. Join us at foreverflow.com. I am Still in the building this afternoon, but I'm not by myself. This morning, I I will be joined in the Forever Flow studios by two dynamic professionals who have a message of hope regarding the mental health of our students. The title of their show, The Elephant in the Room. First, let's get some background from our lead consultants. Sean, would you like to begin?
1: Hi David, thank you so much for having us. My name is Sean Heiston-Williams. I am a licensed professional counselor and school administrator. I've been working with students and families for over 15 years and I would like to turn it over to my colleague.
2: Hi everyone and David, this is Shaylin Clay. I have been a school counselor for 15 years. I currently work in the Fort Bend ISD um school district and i've been in education for 20 plus years and we absolutely love working with children
0: man that is so great we're so glad introductions have formally been made so let's just jump right in sean what is the new normal
1: Oh goodness, what is the new normal? So as everyone knows, we are currently experiencing a pandemic, and there is absolutely nothing normal about a pandemic. We're now wearing masks, we have to social distance, and we've all had to quarantine at some time during 2020. And unfortunately, our leadership has not helped the situation, and so there continues to be lots of widespread uncertainty. And um, in order to regain some sense of normalcy, people are currently debating, should our children actually return to school or not? So today we're actually going to be talking about anxiety, depression, and managing families and careers from home.
0: We know that it's going to take a great effort for all parties to succeed. Shaylin, what is that noise in the room?
2: Well, David, that is elephant number one, anxiety, anxiety in our children. So parents, guardians, teachers, administrators, take note. What are some symptoms of anxiety that you may see in your children? Well, one could be concentration concerns. So your child is supposed to if you're online learning, be focusing on the laptop or desktop, um, with their child with their teacher. And, but now all of a sudden they don't want to concentrate on that, on that laptop and focus on their teacher online. Um, they want to look away or they want to find the pencil next to them or the piece of paper and maybe draw or doodle or do something that they're not supposed to. Um, also homework, if that teacher has assigned homework, but all of a sudden you put them at the table and you say, okay, let's do your homework. I don't, and you hear things from your child, like I don't want to, or I can't, or "I or they just are just plain out refusing to do anything. Um, that may be a big concern. Number two, unable to fall asleep, restlessness. Um, if you put your child to bed at eight o'clock but by 11 o'clock, they're still up and they are complaining that they just can't go to sleep. That may be another area of concern, a symptom of anxiety. Third, not eating properly. So, for example, if, you're five year, if you cook your five-year-old plus um, uh, a wholesome meal and then all of a sudden, they want candy and cookies instead of a good wholesome chicken breast and I'm getting hungry right now and um, Put mashed potatoes and green beans and then all of a sudden they want candy and cookies and oh it is wee. Right, it's dinner time. Then that is definitely of error concern, especially during snack time You usually give carrots and apples those good healthy um, fruits and vegetables and then all of a sudden they just want candy for lunch. Then yeah, that that may be an area of concern. And, and as adults, you know, when we get nervous or stressed, what do we sometimes go to? Either something sweet or salty. Mine personally is um, Hershey bar and potato chips. <laughs> so, I I can sympathize when children when they have this type of symptom. Are they easily angered? Are they irritable all the time and it could be okay? Let's go outside and ride a bike. I don't want to ride a bike. I don't want to go outside Even if you say that and most parents would rarely say this go play your game on your Nintendo or your PlayStation why why do I have to play that? (laughs) You know then yeah, that could be an area another area of concern and last complaining of stomach aches just plain old not feeling well um and it's frequently if they are doing this all the time more, not just that one where they may have ate something bad um but if it's every day you're hearing i'm not feeling where well. my stomach hurts my head hurts then yes that's definitely a sy- symptom of anxiety um as a school counselors as a school counselor a parents call all the time with their children having some of these similar symptoms
0: well you have given us a lot of things to look out for what are some of the solutions that we can look for or that we should use with our students
2: right david thank you for asking that a lot of and a lot of parents do ask okay i hear my symptoms but miss clay um, or, Miss Heiston-Williams, what can I do to help my child? Well, talk to your child about their concerns. Provide them with a level of assurance. Let them know that it's okay. Um, I, I get how you're feeling, and I want to be there. I want to be that rock as a parent, guardian, teacher to help you. Um, pay attention to those feelings especially if you know i mentioned the stomach aches or the headaches every day pay attention to that stay calm though parents and teachers and guardians don't don't get anxious with them because that may make them even more stressed and anxiety feel then don't punish for their lack of progress if they're not doing that homework um, every day that you tell them to do it and um, they're, they're just not feeling up to it. Don't punish them for him. the days that they do do it. Give them that small praise and say, Hey, you did your homework today. Here's a sticker, depending on the age of the child. Cause they may say, Hey, I don't want no sticker. Can you give me a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let them know that those small accomplishments you're, you're there for them and you're going to praise them for them be flexible believe sorry excuse me be flexible maintain a normal routine consistency is so key with students and model healthy way to deal with anxiety um if when of course like i said as adults we may go get that sweet or salty treat but we don't, if they're having anxiety, we don't want to all of a sudden say, "Okay, let me join you with eating the cookies and candy. That's not <laughs> what we want to do. Uh-huh. So we want to say, okay, yeah, um, I'm feeling a little stressed. hmm, let me let me get some carrots or an apple. you know so model that um, healthy behavior. Um, model modify expectations during high stress mo- moments. So that could be some mindfulness. And that's mindfulness is basically being at one with yourself, realizing that you can do things like yoga, breathing exercises, and that's maybe breathing in and inhaling and exhaling a couple of times or more, and some stretching exercises. And last, um, seeking professional help. Don't be afraid to seek professional help like ourselves. Um, are there outside professionals that you can seek? Um, so those are some things that can help your child with anxiety.
0: Thank you so much, Shailen, Shailen, for sharing right now. Sean, what is that noise?
1: David, that is elephant number two, depression. And that's a biggie. Um, depression is a mental health concern that should always be on the radar of parents guardians family members and anyone who engages with a child on a regular basis don't just assume that everything's okay we're in a pandemic so you have to check in with your children so some of the symptoms that you're going to look for, uh, again, you know, are they easily angered? Do they have feelings of sadness or, or hopelessness? Has your social butterfly turned, in, turned into someone who is now withdrawn from everybody and everything? Um, are there changes in sleep, either increased or decreased? Do they just have low energy or fatigue, you know, in general? Um, Do they have physical complaints that nothing seems to solve them, you know, like whether it's headaches or stomach aches? And do they have feelings of worthlessness or guilt or even thoughts of death and suicide, which I know a lot of us as parents, we don't want to think about that, but we need to uh, make certain that we are aware of everything that's going on. So, David, um, what's really important to know that if you see any of these symptoms, you need to um, make certain that you talk to your child about his or her feelings. Don't be afraid to consult the child's doctor. That's a, a good point to start. Your doctor will help you screen your child to see if he or she actually you know, is a candidate for depression. Um, you'll also want to reduce screen time for your child the pandemic has already created a sense of isolation but if you allow your child just to veg out with uh screen time and video games and things of the sort that's only adding to the um, equation that we're trying to prevent uh let's see something else you need to do is discuss bullying with your child that's um, a typical cause of mental health problem in children but you also don't wanna dismiss the fact that the bullying might actually be occurring online or through their social media accounts. And then finally, David, uh, what's important is that you should lock up any weapons and medication that could potentially be dangerous. We wanna keep everyone safe during this time.
0: Oh, I'm in total agreement with you. One of the things that I use to help with stress, depression, and anxiety is a little music. Right now, we're going to take a break to have an opportunity to get up out of our seats and move around and to get rid of some anxiety. Spirit
3: of Marilyn calling me Audibly, boiling. she Said that she would never leave Continue to torture me Telling me to come with her Underneath my comforter And she brought a gun with her Pills and some rum with her Took me on the balcony Telling me to jump with her Yeah, I'm in the ghost But I ain't doing stunts with her I ain't trying to be that this, want to see that But I got him Aggie, Cause I win the gold like Gabby She's just a girl And she's on fire Other than a fan
0: I'm refreshed and ready to go. Consultants, what is our, what is that noise? David,
2: that's That's elephant elephant number number three. So David, we have managing careers and family while at home. Elephant number three. Wow. So let's talk about that technology parents guardians and teachers administrators is there enough devices at home and I know all of you have said to yourself "Uh, wow or you may have said right then and there I have four kids or wow what do the parents do who have four kids do they have enough devices Wow and that's a good question to ask yourself because Um, depending on if you're not going back to face to face learning and you're going to do online, you need to have enough devices at home, internet, internet does your as I don't know what this means but I've he- heard of a lot the band do you enough have enough band is there enough service in your home to carry a lot of devices I know personally myself I had to upgrade my cell phone from iPhone 7 to iPhone 11 just because of all the technology um, and I know a lot of the school districts are giving away hotspots and that's very important to um, parents um to have that service and then we have the technology gap among generations so us most of our parents um have their mother or father watching their children while they are now back at work and sometimes i will get calls personally from maybe uh, a grandmother or a grandfather hey i don't know what i'm doing can you please help me and and so we can't really get mad at that five-year-old or that six-year-old who they're trying to learn it but also remember our our elders are also trying to learn so it's important that we help each other during this time and then we have the all-important be it on your keyboard or if you have a touch screen on your laptop or desktop the mute button do you know it David (laughs) yes I do because some people do not know the mute button. I've had to learn it myself where I've been on online meetings and then someone comes in my office or if, when I was at home, my son walked through and, and said something and you're fidgeting in it. So, um, I had to learn, um, especially in this time of COVID 19, maintaining that level of professionalism. Um, that mute button is really important we want to be respectful of our colleagues and those people who are um, online we don't want um, the background noise and you've been on meetings before um, we all have where the noise in the background can overshadow what we're supposed to be learning or listening to and then also a level of privacy Um, i know in our line of work when we're speaking about children um it's a privacy thing so we have to know how to have that um um etiquette that computer etiquette that technology etiquette so the mute button and um, privacy concerns are a major issue with this um, pandemic
1: yeah that that mute button is something else. You got to make certain it becomes your best friend during this time. You want to still be able to operate, but do take advantage of that mute button. So when you're doing all of this managing, you know whether it's with your career or your family, is it really possible to multitask? And some of you may be thinking about it, but in actuality, there's no effective way, by definition, to multitask. So something is going to actually suffer. What I suggest is that you actually prioritize your tasks so that you can see what needs to be done right then and there. And then whatever is able to be put on the back burner You know, temporarily, it's okay. That way, you can not feel so bad about not being able to do everything at one time. It's impossible. Um, Then you have to give yourself a little bit of what we call COVID 19 grace. Extend it to your children, your spouses, maybe even your pets, you know, your loved ones. You got to give yourself a little bit of grace because none of us have ever been in a pandemic before. And, um, What's you know something important to remember is that just keep checking in with your loved ones. That's so important. I myself I have two teenage daughters. one is a sophomore in high school and the other is a freshman in college. but even though they can actually manage their technology and they don't have any issues and we have enough bandwidth and internet service, I still make it a point to check in with them just to make certain that they're doing okay and if they need any guidance as mom I'm there to provide it
0: you know, right now we're faced with the choice as parents online learning as compared to in class learning. How important is that we prepare for this virtual or traditional school learning?
1: David it's so important Um, what you need to do as a parent or as a family you need to weigh the pros and cons for your particular family and you have to keep in mind that it could be different for each family so what might work for my family might be completely different for yours and you have to be able to sustain your choice I know a lot of the districts are making you commit for a complete semester and so what that means is that whatever you choose for your child right now they will have to continue along that mode until after the holidays. So is there anything that might uh, keep you from being able to sustain that choice? Something else you need to do is plan for the worst case scenario, what if somebody in your house actually gets COVID-19? Maybe they already have. But during these times of uncertainty, David, we need to have a plan B and even, I would say, a plan C. So um, remember, there's no right or wrong, only what's best for you. And when you are thinking about sending your child back to school, you need to consider you know, a couple of things. Is the school actually practicing social distancing? Are they requiring the children to wear masks? Are you as a parent comfortable with their return to school plan? And if you're not, what do you have as a recourse? That's something that is very important.
0: Those are all great points. And we're just so full of all the knowledge and information that you shared with us today. We wanted to thank you again. Can you restate your full names and contact email addresses?
2: Absolutely. My name, again, is Shaylin Clay and my colleague is Sean Hyston Williams, and we'd love to hear from you to keep the discussion going. And you can most certainly contact us at valencc at gmail.com. I'll spell that out for you. That's V-A-L-Y-N-N-C-C at gmail.com.
0: We know it takes a village to raise a child. Where can our listeners get additional help or professional help when needed?
2: Yes, yes. So the first place we would recommend is the National Child um, Traumatic Stress Network. The contact information is info at nctsn.org. The second place we would recommend is the CDC COVID-19 hotline. That number is one 800 cdc info third the national alliance on mental illness hotline nami 800 950 6264 fourth the substance abuse and mental health service administration national hotline help i'm sc- excuse me national helpline 662 help and last, but certainly not least, ourselves, Valen, again, valencc at gmail.com. And our official title, Valen Counseling and Consulting, with myself, Shaylin Clay, and Sean Heiston-Williams.
0: Again, we want to thank Sean and Shailen for coming out and spending some time with us and sharing that message of hope. This has been a Forever Flow production in conjunction with Valen Counseling and Consulting. Follow us at foreverflow.com and be prepared for next month's podcast. Thank you again for listening to us and flow with